This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry now as they get set to check out of the royal family and start a new life in Canada. Uh, they're getting a warm welcome uh, in that around the neighborhood in that mansion near Victoria where they've been spotted. And I believe they're staying this week, according to some media reports. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex saying they want financial independence outside of the royal family. A lot of speculation they're going to put down roots here in Canada. I'd say most people would welcome them. They've certainly received a pretty warm welcome around that neighborhood with not a lot of people bothering them. There's some paparazzi around, but not too bad for the Duke and Duchess. But here's the deal. When it comes to welcoming this couple to Canada, should Canadian taxpayers pick up the bill for their security costs, which could be significant? We've assembled a great panel to talk about this right now. Sven Robinson, the former NDP MP, he uh, ran unsuccessfully in the last uh, federal election. Who knows? Maybe he'll give it another shot. Uh, Sven, thanks for coming on. Good to be with you, Mike. Got Sven on the phone. Also in the studio, Bruce Halzer. He's the former chair of the Monarchist League of Canada in Victoria, and he's also a lawyer. Bruce, thank you for coming in. Good to be on, Mike. Thanks a lot, guys, for doing this. Sven, let me go to you first. You've been speaking out about this issue on Twitter and also, I guess, taking some issue with the federal NDP leader, Jugmeet Singh. Give me your take on this. Well, yeah, look, um, I, I, obviously, I like many Canadians, I, if um, if Harry and, and Meghan and, and Archie uh, want to um, want to come here, they're welcome. And, and I understand the, the warm welcome. But I don't think we should be spending a penny of taxpayers' money on security uh, for 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 Harry and Mar- uh, for Harry and and Meghan, I think frankly it's absurd to even suggest that. Now they they've said they want financial independence. That's great. Uh, they've registered their trademark. I think it's called Sussex Royal or something like that. Right. Uh, potentially they're they're going to be making millions and millions of dollars uh, on this um, uh, particular on their status. Um, uh, the net worth of the royal family. Um, I think Forbes uh, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, said that their net worth was something in the order of $88 billion, Mike. Um, they're, um, they're looking at buying a, a, a multi-million. Oh. They're looking at, um, they're looking at uh, buying... A, no, no, it's not million, it's billion. Um, they're looking at buying a, a, a very expensive ma- a mansion and a golden mile in Vancouver. Why on earth should Canadian taxpayers have to foot the bill when they want to be financially independent? Let them be financially independent. Don't spend a penny. Okay, what was your issue there with Jugmeet Singh, the federal NDP leader? Did, did Jugmeet say that maybe Canada should pay their security? Well, no, I was just, uh, I was just trying to make a point that uh, during his press conference, uh, he was asked a question about that. And, and you know, that, that may very well be his position at the end. He said, look, we've got to look at all the options and uh, we've got to consider uh, what the implications are and so on. I just think, I, frankly, I think it should take about a microsecond. Uh, I don't think there's any way that we should be spending that money. And, and the, the NDP heritage critic, Alexander Bullreath, um, Quebec member of parliament, deputy leader of the party, um, took the same position. So, uh, okay. yes, welcome them with open arms. They're more than welcome, but uh, not a penny for uh, for security. Okay, Bruce Halzer. Well, I think it's I think it's quite frankly petty to say that we'd welcome somebody to Canada, but we wouldn't want them to be safe here. Um, if Salman Rushdie moved to Canada, 
he's a private citizen. He's a, a wealthy person. He's provided protection by British taxpayers because he lives there. And if he moved here, it would be a protocol to for the RCMP to do a security assessment and to potentially provide him with protection if they felt that a, uh, a Canadian resident was under threat. The, the children of the Prime Minister have security details. They're not public officials, uh, but we recognize Prime that... Prime Minister's a Canadian citizen. Yeah, and, and, the, and Prince Harry is the grandson of, of Canada's Queen. If, the, if he lives here and he's permitted to live here illegally, <clears throat> and the RCMP determine, or some uh, body like that determines that there's a security threat against a Canadian, then some sort of appropriate protection should be provided to all Canadians, uh-huh. whether it was Sven Robinson or Mike Smith or anybody. And I don't think the Royals should be treated any differently. I don't think we should carte blanche say, no matter what kind of threat there is, we're just going to leave you on your own. That's, that's not the Canadian well, who, way. Well, who, who's talked about a threat, though? I mean, there's, <clears throat> there's not been a, the slightest suggestion of any kind of a threat, Bruce. I mean, come on now. Let's, the reality is that uh, if they move here, uh, if they have any kind of concerns about privacy, uh, you know, paparazzi and so on, well, they can, they can hire security themselves. They can get private security themselves. But why should Canadian taxpayers have to pay the bill for this? They aren't Canadians. Uh, you know, his grandmother may be the Queen of Canada. Uh, and I think a lot of Canadians are, are perhaps asking the question now, and this is a, I mentioned this in my tweet as well, Mike, you might remember, but maybe, maybe this is also sparking a bit of a debate about uh, uh, whether, about the relevance of the monarchy at this point uh, uh, in Canada. And maybe, mm. maybe when the Queen abdicates or when she dies, uh, uh, it's time for us to have another look at that. Okay, well, that's fighting words for Bruce Halzer. I know he'll want to push <laughs> sure. back on that. But how much would it cost, Ben? Do you know, is there a cost estimate of what the security would be for Harry and Meghan? Uh, you know, I, 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 I've seen a, a figure of $10 million. I, I find that pretty, you know, pretty expensive. But $10 million? I don't Bruce, know what the... Bruce Halzer, is it $10 million bucks? Is that what it would cost? We don't have any idea what the cost would be because there's been no threat assessment done. And, and I agree with Sven that uh, in terms of if they just want privacy, private security is fine. I, what I do think is something that all Canadians should enjoy is protection if there's a threat assessment. Um, you know, Prince Harry's uh, great uncle was assassinated by the IRA. Prince Harry's mm-hmm. done two tours in Afghanistan. He's on a Taliban list of, of people, uh, international targets. Uh, I don't know what the threat assessment is, and I don't know if $10 million is is a figure. It seems high to me. But I guess my point is these kind of decisions should be made by the police. And But in principle, we shouldn't say that we will not protect people in Canada. Bruce Halzer, what do you say to Sven Robinson's suggestion that maybe we should take another look at the whole monarchy thing entirely? <laughs> well... It would be very difficult to do constitutionally, but uh, that's not a reason not to look at it. Uh, I think that Canadians enjoy the monarchy. I think you see that any time there, there are royals here, including royals that want to move here. Uh, recent opinion polls showed uh, most Canadians, including most Quebecers by a good majority, would love Prince Harry to be our governor general. Uh, you know, I think actually, Canadians actually, value the monarchy just, and enjoy the monarchy. Let me just say one more thing. Yeah. There's nothing about Canada that getting rid of the monarchy would fix or make better. Uh, the monarchy is an enjoyable part of uh, who we are. It allows us to celebrate, and it's not one of the pressing social problems of our country. Sven Robinson. Well, and, and look, I agree, Bruce. It's, it's absolutely not. There are many other issues which are far more important, and you're absolutely right. In order to make any changes, it would take unanimous agreement of all the provinces and, and the federal government. So it's not it's not high on the political radar at all, but... I, you know, I think the reality is that um, uh, for many Canadians, they haven't got a clue that we've got a, 
a head of state who's who's living in, in, in England right now in a in a palace in England. There was a poll that was done, and you, Bruce, I'm sure you know this, a poll that was done not that long ago that asked Canadians, who's your head of state? 95% of them said, well, it's the prime minister. 5% said <laughs> well, it was the that's queen. That's a good right? argument for better uh, civics education in schools. <laughs> well, I think it's a good argument for us to maybe have another look at this. I mean, look, I, I, I want to I say two words. King Andrew. King Andrew, okay? Just mm. put that in your... Think about that for a minute. This is a hereditary monarchy by an accident of birth we get Charles instead of Andrew, but I think Canadians are probably saying, "Hey, you know, maybe there's a, maybe there's a time now." Just as in New Zealand, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, uh, Prime Minister Ardern, has said she wants New Zealand to take another look at this. There's a lot of folks in New Zealand that are taking another look at it. We can still remain in the Commonwealth, you know, Mike, uh, without having a, a foreign uh, uh, head of state. Let's okay. have a, let's have a Canadian head of state. Rocco in Vancouver. Hi. I'll try to be civil here. I have zero use for the monarchy. Most people I know have zero use for them. Polls show that Canadians want, the majority, want rid of them. That said, it really irritates me. There's a lot of people sitting in long lines to get into this country legitimately. These guys just parachute in here. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a social distress. It's just a, it's like a big chick flick. You know, if you go on the Facebook page or anything, you see the comments, it's like, Thousands of women swooning all over this. About five guys going rump. Bruce, Bruce, what do you say? What do you say to Rocco? I think that Canadians vote with their feet on the monarchy. Every time there's a royal tour of Canada, Canadians come out to see it. Canadians love it, in certainly most of the country. And I'd also say, you know, the UN surveys countries, and seven out of the top ten places to live in the world are constitutional monarchies. Maybe that's just a coincidence. I think there's something to that. I think it's a good model. It works for us. Canada's a great country. And why would we want to disrupt one of the major fundamentals of our system of government? Zorica in Vancouver. Hi. Hello. Um, Regardless of how people may feel uh, warm and fuzzy when royals come to visit, I think this is totally different. Prince Harry and and Meghan Markle decided to become private citizens. Therefore, uh, Canada has absolutely no obligation to pay for any security. They're all very well off, uh, including his grandmother and his father. And if they want to uh, to support them living in all over the world, by all means, do so. And that includes security. Okay, Zorica, thank you for the call. Let me go back to Sven Robinson. Well, do you agree with her? There's no obligation. I mean, maybe there is an obligation, aren't they? Isn't Prince Harry and aren't isn't he like an internationally protected person or something? No, I mean, look, they're coming here as private citizens, uh, and they've made it very clear that uh, they want to be financially independent. They're here as private citizens. Having said that, Mike, anybody, anybody, and I stress this, whether you're a citizen or, or just a visitor to Canada, if there is a real, genuine threat to your life. Obviously, right. the police are going to take that seriously. That's that, that's not the issue. The question is, do we provide them with ongoing taxpayer-paid security? And the answer to that has got to be absolutely not. They can look okay. after themselves quite nicely. Don in Vancouver. Hi. Oh, man, I am appalled that we're talking this. This is silliness because I'll tell you why. These guys are immigrants to our country. This is not the welcome that anybody should see. Like, we're talking about something that they haven't even decided on what they're going to do. And we're already jumping down their throats. We're not paying this. We're not doing this. You, are, we, are we Canadians or are we not Canadians? 
Like, what is this? What, is, what are we showing to the world? What are we doing as people? Let these guys decide. And from there, we'll take it from there. Let's Sven, do that. What, what do you, do that. Sven, what do you say to him? Yeah, well, let, let them decide if they want to come to Canada. They're more than welcome to come to Canada. But yeah. I think it's only fair and reasonable, Mike, that they know that if they're coming to Canada, that maybe Granny's going to have to provide a bit of money to, <laughs> to, 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 to help them out. Tyson and Langley. Hi. Uh, Hi. They're here to set up business, right? Is that what I'm hearing? I, I think they've indicated they want to do some private business. Absolutely. Yeah. Such well, I mean, if they're going to be taxpaying citizens or contributing to our economy, I mean, I think they should get the liberties everyone else should get, really. I mean, they'll probably be pumping a lot of money into the economy if that happens, right? Okay, okay. Bruce, do you think that's a good point? I mean, are they good for the economy to have them here? Well, I, I wouldn't say that's the philosophical reason, uh, but certainly... You know, there are high net worth individuals who will come here and probably pay a lot of taxes and generate some economic revenue. So, you know, that's certainly welcome. Uh, as as immigrants, they would do very high on our point system because of that. And um, it's certainly been yeah. good for, uh, I know that Tourism Victoria has been all over this. They feel that it's a huge boost to Victoria's economy. But, you know, again, philosophically, that's not uh, the reason to have them. But yeah. sure, that's a bonus. Leslie and Burnaby, hi. I'm a sixth-generation Canadian. Nobody helped my relatives when they came. They came with their own money in their own pocket, paid their own way. I have no problem with them coming here to live. But when my prime minister stands up and says to the military, we have no money for you, that really hits home. I say no security to them. They're coming on their own. Do it. You got the money. I'm a senior. I pay for my security. Okay, Bruce, what do you say to her? Well, uh, thankfully, the the security of all of us is protected by the police. And I guess my point is the police should make an assessment, and if they feel security is warranted for any Canadian, it should be provided. Okay, and Sven Robinson, I think you agreed with that point, but you're saying like the private, the, you know, the basic private security around their home, maybe they could pick that up? Well, absolutely. As I said, if, the, if, the, if, if any person is threatened in this country, they have the right to police protection. That's what the police are there for. But right. that's not the debate, uh, Mike. The question is, uh, should they have ongoing, permanent, taxpayer-paid right. security? Well, and the answer to that is, again, a very clear no way. I think it depends on if the police feel it's necessary or not. James in Vancouver. Hi. Curious why all levels of government think, seem to think that it's okay to consistently throw air money. I don't understand that. I mean, I got to walk around in Wally. My security's in jeopardy walking around there. Do I have a police <laughs> escort? And so, what what happens when they put ten RCMP in with these people and take them off the streets for security? Then the then the city's obligated to hire okay. ten more RCMP officers to, to cover what they're taking. Uh, James, thanks. Thank you for the call. Guys, we're at 30 seconds left. Bruce, you want to make a 10-second wrap-up? I think uh, Canadians have always supported the monarchy. It's part of who we are, and okay. uh, love to talk about it more. Sven Robinson. Yeah, look, politics is about priorities, and what's the priority here? Providing uh, taxpayer security for wealthy okay. Uh, former royals, or make, uh, making sure that we've got decent drinking water and housing for Indigenous peoples. I mean, you know, politics is about priorities, and this is thank- not a priority. Gentlemen, thank you very much for a very lively discussion. Sven Robinson, the former MP, Bruce Halzer from the Monarchist League of Canada. Thanks a lot for all your calls, too.